catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Monday morning, October 3rd. I'm Jacob Sedesi, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Hurricane Ian tore through Florida last week, with southwest Florida suffering the worst of the storm. I spoke with WUFT's Silas Morgan about a press conference Governor Ron DeSantis held Friday discussing impacts felt from the storm across the state and what relief efforts are underway. Friday morning, Governor Ron DeSantis gave a press conference in Tallahassee about emergency response to Hurricane Ian. Much of the state was left devastated, particularly southwest Florida. There are several counties there that are currently almost 100 percent without power, and at least one of them estimated it's going to take over a month to completely rebuild the grid. So there is a lot going on in southwest Florida right now, and the governor was just going over the efforts that the state government and FEMA were going to save lives and get things there better as soon as possible. Can you give us a brief overview of what Governor DeSantis spoke about at the press conference? Governor DeSantis spoke about efforts to rebuild the power grid in several of the southwestern counties in the state, as well as in one county at least, there was a broken water main that contaminated the county water supply. So the Army Corps of Engineers and FEMA came in and are currently trying to build that. And they also went over the efforts to aid the people who are still there. Various uh, pods have been set up and shelters where there will be kitchens and everything. They're really just trying to get food and water to as many people as possible. And they also spoke about rescue efforts. They have been conducting several searches. One is an initial search that was supposed to be really quick. And during that search, they confirmed a few casualties, but they weren't able to talk about that at length. And later, they have gone back and are currently doing what they call primary searches, which is a more detailed search. And finally, after that, they will be doing secondary searches. So the final search, and I guess the most detailed. Now, regarding casualties, I know the number has risen over the past two days, especially as waters have receded. Most of the deaths they talked about were unconfirmed at the time because the waters had not receded and they did not have sophisticated enough technology to confirm it underneath the water. But now the waters have receded, the death toll has risen. How many people really felt the worst impacts of this storm and what areas were those impacts felt in the most? Just in regards to rescues, at the time of the press conference, over 700 rescues had been conducted, and then over 3,000 contacts had been made with people who were still sheltering in place in the affected areas and had not evacuated. And of course, that number has risen since then. And the government sent out a survey to people who sheltered in place to about 20,000 individuals. At the time, around 10,000 of these people responded, which does not necessarily mean that the other 10,000 are in any danger. They just may have not been able to establish contact. And so at the time, Lee and Charlotte counties, they were both 85% without power. Hardy County was the hardest hit with 99% without power. DeSoto County, 80% without power. And in Sarasota, Collier, and Manatee counties were about 50% without power. And then the Pinellas and Hillsborough were not hit that bad in terms of power, and they had a bit, they had around like 15% without power. And then across the state, there were 42,000 line workers working hard to get the power up and running. How have the state and FEMA responded to this? State and FEMA are working together on the rescue efforts, primarily along the coast, 
as I mentioned, at the time over 700 had been rescued, and they are both still working on establishing contact with anyone who has not been rescued. And FEMA responded very quickly, as Governor DeSantis said in the press conference, and they brought the Army Corps of Engineers with them. And yeah, the water main broke in that county, and they're just trying to rebuild that. And FEMA is also attempting to register people for individual assistance. They, at the time, they had registered 34,000 people, and they say the best way is to sign up for that is with the FEMA app or with disasterassistance.gov. And the state government and FEMA and the local county communities are going to be working on setting up disaster recovery centers soon. During the press conference, Governor DeSantis thanked his wife, Casey DeSantis. What was her role in this relief effort? Casey DeSantis has been a major fundraiser for the Florida Disaster Fund, and Governor DeSantis, during the press conference, he made it quite clear that there are some things that federal and state aid cannot cover under statute. So he said just donate to the Florida Disaster Fund as much as you can because that can handle things that statutes cannot, and he credited his wife, Casey DeSantis, with uh, making this possible, but did not go into specifics. She was a major part in raising those funds. And Casey DeSantis it has also been an advocate for mental health, and she is the person that the state mental health coordinating officer, Sarah Newhouse, directly reports to. So they will be overseeing mental health for civilians and first responders in the state, especially first responders, given the fact that they are the ones who have to go into homes and they find dead bodies and all this stuff. That was WUFT's Silas Morgan on Governor Ron DeSantis' press conference about the state's response to Hurricane Ian. You can volunteer to help with Hurricane Ian relief efforts at volunteerflorida.org. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. The confirmed death toll in Florida from Hurricane Ian is now up to at least 81. NPR's Russell Lewis reports that the Florida Medical Examiner's Commission detailed 58 deaths in a spreadsheet. The most, 42, were in Lee County, where Barrier Island suffered some of the worst destruction. The youngest victim was 22 and the oldest was 95. Most of the deaths are attributed to drowning. Though the spreadsheet did not report any deaths in Charlotte County, its sheriff says the death toll there is 23. The first batch of insurance claims from Hurricane Ian showed nearly $474 million in estimated insurance losses, according to data posted on the Florida Office of Insurance Regulation website. The News Service of Florida reports that insurers were required to begin submitting claims data Friday and will continue submitting the information each day through October 7th. The first batch included over 62,000 claims, with the vast majority for residential properties. Florida's 8th Judicial Circuit will become Florida's first circuit to integrate equitable sentencing software as a part of its case management system and plea bargaining process. WUFT Zachary Carnell reports that the fairly new equity and sentencing analysis system enables legal practitioners to analyze past sentences that people with similar criminal backgrounds have received for similar crimes. Public defender Stacy Scott says this will allow for consistency and honesty in plea negotiations instead of what she calls gut feelings. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Jacob Sedesi, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday. 